You do? Yeah, I watch about a movie a day. I try to. A movie a day? Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I love movies. I grew up loving movies and had jobs and went to movies. And well, absolutely. So I mean, but that's, I mean, what movies, movies do you watch? And then Just... I grew up, I got to make movies. And... Do you watch, you don't watch your own movies, do you? Uh, oh, those are the only films that I watch all the time. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Two Geeks, Two Beers with me, Tom, and my fellow fan of all things pop culture in general. It's Morgan. Hello. Um, so it's been a while since we did an episode dedicated to, say, a geek hero of uh, some description. Uh, we've previously done David Bowie in episode 57, uh, Keanu Reeves, 26, and Bruce Lee in episode 40. And uh, this time, I'd say he's not strictly just a geek hero, but rather like an all-round Hollywood icon. Uh, I, I, I believe he deserves more credit than he's, than he's given, just for the pure art of, like, cinematic entertainment your uh, art with the added bonus that he's just he's actually a very good actor as well he's underrated and um, it's and important for you a short man a short man it's mr tom cruise and can i say he's actually shorter than me i looked him up he's apparently just under five six which is what i am so um yeah i'd love to meet him in real life just to prove that point so uh, thoughts on tom cruise before we start this journey I mean, an odd chap. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a strange gentleman. That being said, as a, as a movie star, uh, he, he has few rivals, I would say. He's, he's one of the sort of few surviving examples of a true movie star. Um, yeah, yeah. You get, you know, people nowadays, I think, are more attached to, to characters and franchises than they are actors. So yeah. people don't really love Chris Hemsworth. They love Thor. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go see Chris Hemsworth as Thor as many times as you will put that in the cinema. But am I going <laughs> to watch some other film with Chris Hemsworth in it? No, I'm not. And, no one and, went and, to see Men in Black International. So Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think Cruise is, is one of the last few examples of a true movie star where people, people love Tom Cruise. Yeah. I was thinking that today, actually. I was, think, I was thinking that exact point of how... Um, he's probably one of the last of his generation of just mm. genuine stars. And I feel like Dwayne Johnson's probably the only example I could think of yeah. as someone who you go and see a film because it's Dwayne Johnson, whereas yeah, everyone and, else... And, you know, and in fact, he plays Dwayne Johnson in every film he's in. Yeah, <laughs> so you know what you're going to get. Whereas I was also thinking, can you think of anyone else who is like approaching 60, but, <laughs> but is like still top of top of his game, like still appearing in massive films massive franchises massive you know people of his era like bruce willis and arnie and all that they're they're kind of past it now and they don't really they don't no one really cares whereas if the tom cruise film comes out everyone's still interested mission impossible is still massive 
I mean, having said that, mostly Mission Impossible. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. No, yeah. people people weren't queuing up for the Mummy. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll, no, you're going to the Mummy, but yeah. I, 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 no, I take your point. I think the fact that Cruise is seemingly ageless um, has helped because he 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 is carried over from that era where. Um, movie stardom was a real thing like the, the 1980s mm. um and, and and is still going now and i think that's why why he still has that kind of that that weight to him yeah. not that much weight because he's quite a small man <laughs> well you touched on it a little bit how um i think tom cruise i feel like if you say it out loud to anyone they'll either have a reaction of oh, i love tom cruise mm. or be like "Ugh, tom cruise I, I feel like if i i yeah my my react my natural reaction is kind of a combo of the two yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. the man mm, but the on-screen cruise oh yeah, I love a exactly. bit of on-screen cruise exactly but the thing is I feel like real life cruise it's we'll get onto it properly later but it's obviously largely down to his belief in Scientology and how he's like the um the figurehead essentially of of mainstream Scientology and I feel like if you remove that his religious beliefs <laughs> if you put if you put that to one side which is allowed, he's allowed to believe in whatever he wants, you know. Yeah, he's no, to do yeah. That. And he just seems like a really nice guy. There's not really been any stories that have come out about him, as far as I can see, apart from the whole dodgy relationship stuff. Ignore that. That's all still to do with Scientology. But, <laughs> right, 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 um, right. So what you're saying, what you're saying is, if you ignore <laughs> Tom Cruise's core beliefs, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, yeah. And, 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 and any stories you may have heard about him, in yeah. which he. Um, Acts, acts a little weird or a little strange, yeah. um, like like when he apparently auditioned Scarlett Johansson to be his wife. If you remove all examples of bad behaviour and ignore his core beliefs, he's Tom Cruise guy. is a great guy. Yeah, no, but he, he just he, he comes across as a really nice guy. Most people have just nothing but nice things to say about him. He's great with his fans. He spends like hours at, at that, premieres signing autographs and taking selfies and stuff. That's true. Well, this again that comes back to like don't know the guy personally. Can't really speak. <laughs> to Tom Cruise as a man. But again, that speaks to Tom Cruise being a great movie star. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he knows he, how he, to do it. He knows and how to do it. And again, we'll get onto it as well, but stunts as well. He does all his own stunts the majority of the time. He learns so much crap. He really believes in everything he's doing. He wants <laughs> to be doing it. And you don't, you don't get many movie stars, even Dwayne Johnson, who actually do everything. Yeah. Most of them have stunt doubles. I mean, Tom probably has the old stunt double, but generally speaking, he gets stuck in. And, you know, insurance people must hate him, but he, he still does it. I mean, I mean I, I'm, I'm not convinced Dwayne Johnson can have stunt doubles because no one else <laughs> looks like that. But also, yeah. I, I heard of Dwayne Johnson. I don't know if this is true, but I heard that Dwayne Johnson can't jump because <laughs> because he's so he's so built that he just yeah. like he, he's just like a muscle mass he can't he can't jump he can't like <laughs> move whereas yeah Cruz Cruz does all his own stunts I, I've said it before but I I love to see Cruz hanging off of stuff it's like my favorite yeah. thing that's what and that's what Mission Impossible delivers time after time yeah. Tom Cruise I, hanging off of stuff hanging off of stuff and running loads just yeah. keep, keep oh, on the running Tom Cruise running yeah, yeah, nothing. The only thing I love more than Tom Cruise running is Tom Cruise hanging up for stuff. <laughs> so we already uh, touched upon the uh, the better Tom in episode uh, 55, where I looked back at Ridley Scott's legend. Uh, and we also did a Mission Impossible special in episode 46. That was both the TV series and the Tom Cruise film franchise. But instead of doing what we've done in the past, where we've taken, so when we did Keanu Reeves, we took like five or six of his films. Uh, I thought I'd take you on a sort of mini trip through his life and his career look at some fascinating facts about him. And I've kind of already done it. I was going to say a few reasons why he should be taken more seriously than he is, but I've kind of done it already, to be honest. You've done so. that. You've done that. And, but yeah. you've, you've, um, you've built some fascinating facts to come 
<laughs> and the bar yeah. high. We'll see. Uh, so let's go through his life story bit by bit. So Cruz was born Thomas Cruz Mapotha the fourth. Um, born in Syracuse, New York, in 1962, he's the son of special education teacher Mary Lee and uh, electrical engineer Thomas Cruz Mapotha the third. Um, he has I don't know this. He had three. He has three sisters, and uh, one of his cousins you may know as William Mapotha. Also an actor, uh, he's appeared Ethan. alongside Cruz in Lost. five films, and was Ethan in Lost. Yeah, yeah, and, and he looks quite like him. Like he, he like does an at, ugly at, version at, of Tom Cruise yeah, <laughs> at certain angles. What what what's he called? William Mapother. Yeah, yeah. What William Mapother looks like is if Tom Cruise was stranded on the island for a few yeah. years. Tom Cruise <laughs> would end up looking like Ethan from Lost. Uh, it says that Cruz grew up in near poverty and had a Catholic upbringing. He later described his father as a merchant of chaos, uh, wow. a bully, and a coward who beat his children. Um, he grew up, he in, later... uh, grew up in my poverty. <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> uh, he later said, My father was the kind of person where if something goes wrong, they kick you. It was a great lesson in my life. He'd, he'd lull you in, make you feel safe, and then bang. For me, it was like, there's something wrong with this guy. Don't trust him. Be careful around him. Is that a great uh, lesson? I would describe that as a great lesson. No, yeah. So the fact that he grew up in such a shitty upbringing, um, you know, shows that he did well to escape all that. Um, his, father, his father died in 1984. So arguably before he saw how successful his, his son would ever become. He never, never got to see it. However, Tom was very close to his mother, who he described um, as a very warm, charismatic woman, very kind, very generous. Apparently, she worked four jobs at any given time to take care of him and his siblings. And uh, Tom took a paper route to pitch in uh, at a young age. She once said, uh, every night I'd come home, bathe my feet and sit in the family room and Tom would massage my feet for half an hour. That's not weird Um, at all. As soon as you said he had a close relationship (laughs) with his mother, I was like, yeah, I can believe that of Tom Cruise. Also, Tom Cruise on a paper round. I'm just imagining him running, doing that that kind of like chalky run. Couldn't afford a bike, so he just just ran. Just absolutely pegging it, throwing papers as he sprints down the street. Um, She sadly passed away at age 80, only in 2017, so quite recently. Um, He was also very protective of his sisters and as the man of the house took on the role of scrutinising their boyfriends when they'd come by to meet the family. I bet Um, they were scared of him. (laughs) All all of four foot nothing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Four uh, foot nothing. When the the boyfriends came round, do you think he just sat there and was like, I'm judging you silently. (laughs) Gave them a bit of the Magnolia treatment. I hope so. Very good. Very good. Uh, Cruz spent part of his childhood in Canada when his father took a job as a defence consultant with the Canadian Armed Air Forces. His family moved in late 1971 to Ottawa. Um, He first became involved in drama in fourth grade. And in sixth grade, his uh, mother left his father, taking Cruz and his sisters back to the US. And in 1978, she married another man called Jack South, uh, who then raised him probably better than his dad, by the sounds of it. Um, Cruz briefly took took on a church scholarship and was almost thinking about becoming a priest for quite a while before he became interested in acting. So, you know, for whatever reason, decided against that. I mean, that that would have been quite something. Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise is a priest. In his senior year of high school, he played football for the varsity team as a linebacker, but was cut from the squad after getting caught drinking beer before a game. So Bad boy know. Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Booze Cruise. Booze Cruise. <laughs> Booze Cruise. <laughs> Come on! Very good. Very good. <laughs> you thought surely all kids at that age play, drank beer. 
Was he just yeah? The... But like high schools are weird with uh, football players and yeah. morals. Uh, aged 18, with the blessing of his mother and stepfather, Cruz moved to New York City to pursue an acting career. Uh, he worked as a busboy in New York and then went to L.A. to try out for TV roles. He first appeared in a bit part in the 1981 film Endless Love, best known for the song of the same name, um, followed by a major sporting role as a crazed military student in Taps later that year. And in 1983, Cruz was part of the ensemble cast of The Outsiders, which was probably his f- the first one that people probably took notice of him. What are you doing walking by your lonesome on the street, huh? It's none of your business, Marty. What do you mean none of my business? It is my business. Look at my nose. It's huge. Smart ass. He is a smart ass kid. The same year, he also appeared in All the Right Moves and Risky Business, which has been described as a Generation X classic and a career maker for Tom Cruise. Um, boom, boom, I'd boom, say... boom, 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 Is that it? Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. risky business? Yeah. Yeah, we've all done the sock dance and, uh, you know, going into well, that the sounds, that sounds like a euphemism for white but yeah, carry on. <laughs> the sock dance. Just take those old records off the shelf. That's her. She's fantastic. Yeah. I said listen to them by myself. Did you have a good time last night? <laughs> I had a great time. Today's music ain't got the same song. You ever get high, Joe? Don't let me do anything stupid. Don't worry. Who's the U-boat commander? I don't remember giving permission for a party, Joe. A party? I've got a trig midterm tomorrow, and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. Doesn't anyone want to accomplish anything, or do we just want to make money? Make money. Make a lot of money. There's a time for playing it safe. And a time for risky business. Um, I'd say risky business, along with 1986's Top Gun, cemented his status as a superstar at a very young age. Mm. Pretty quickly, he, he managed to achieve that status. And and you know how um, often, like in conversation, me and you, but also on this podcast, when there's like a long delayed release, we'll be yeah. like, or, yeah, or follow up, we'll be like, who, who's it for? Who wants to see yeah, that? Yeah. And 1986 to now, who wants to see Top Gun 2? I'll tell you, me. Me, I'll, yeah, I'll it'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> it's gonna be really. I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait. Apparently, yeah. it, it was meant to be out last week, but yeah. I can't. And it looks really good. The trailer looks great, and the plot seems good. Miles, what's his face is in it? Um, what's his name? Forgot his name from Who? Whiplash. Miles Teller. Him. Yeah, he's Tom, in it. Uh, you can't see, but Tom, Tom <laughs> just mimed Whiplash by doing some air drumming. Brilliant. Uh, great yeah. for idea. John, ha- John Hamm's in it as well. Um, but I thought I'd take this moment to just ask. So, if on top of your head, what are your favourite Tom Cruise movies? Oh, that's really hard. Um, well, I love I love the Mission Impossible's. Yeah. Um, I love probably. I mean, I mean, Fallout might even be the best one yet. That was fantastic. Yeah. I don't love the film. I, I think the film's okay, but I think Magnolia is probably his oh, best. Yeah. His best performance. I he's would say. In that, yeah. He, yeah. Like he's he's really good in that. Oh, it's really hard. Oh, I love. Now you got me started. Um, uh, a few good men. A few good men is brilliant. You know what? I've never seen it. Never seen a few I'm good men. Just call yourself a cruise yeah. fan. A oh, few good that, men. Isn't that just pure um, court drama? And you know what I like about court dramas? I can't yeah. stand them. Tom doesn't like courtroom dramas because of the injustice. <laughs> it's all. There's always injustice. Broadchurch series two was just a write-off. Fuck off. Horrible. <laughs> uh, 
Carry on. I think it was the wrong courtroom dramas. But no, A Few Good Men is like Aaron, written by Aaron Sorkin. So it's like Cruz does Sorkin. It's amazing. You should definitely, yeah. definitely watch A Few Good Men. What possible good could come from putting Jessup on stand? He told Kendrick to order the code red. He did? That's great. Why didn't you say so? And of course, you have proof of that. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. You were sick the day they taught law at law school. You put him on the stand and you get it from him. Oh, we get it from him. Yes, no problem. We get it from him. Colonel Jessup, isn't it true that you ordered the code red on Santiago? Listen, we're all a little... Eh, I'm sorry, your time's run out. What do we have for the losers, Judge? Well, for our defendants, it's a lifetime at exotic Fort Leavenworth. And for defense counsel Kathy, that's right, it's a court-martial! Yes, Johnny! After falsely accusing a highly decorated Marine officer of conspiracy and perjury, Lieutenant Kathy will have a long and prosperous career teaching typewriter maintenance at the Rocco Colombo School for Women. Thank you for playing, should we or should we not? Follow the advice of the galactically stupid. Um, that's great. Collateral, Michael Mann. Oh yeah, collateral. Fantastic oh, yeah. in that again, doing something slightly different. He does die in that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are just the ones that imme- immediately come to mind. Yeah, a few good well, men's like one of my favourite movies. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm going to go through just going to go run through his films because it's just fun to do. Um, because he's just done so many. All, but all of them. Well, all all the main ones, but all like. Right. Um, for me, you know, yeah. I've already said how much I love Legends just because of my childhood. I love that yeah. film. Jerry Maguire, really love that film. Now, uh, I have it, never seen Jerry Maguire. Literally, I think you'd all, love it. All I, I, all I know it. is Show Me the Money. That's all I yeah. know. Yeah. But it's one of those films where. And, and, and you had me at Hello. Yeah. It's one of those films where, like, on paper, I shouldn't like it because it is quite uh, wanky in its own way. But yeah. I think Tom Cruise makes it. He's just, he's just brilliant in it. I. I'm out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? God, help me. Help me, Rod. Help me. Help you. Help me. Help you. Help me. You. What what I will say about most Cruise movies is that the premise is normally pretty pretty clear. It's like it's Cruise yeah. does this. It's Cruise flies planes. Uh, yeah. Cruise is a secret agent. Whatever. I I've never really understood the like from from, from an outsider's perspective what the premise is of Jerry Maguire. It's like Tom Cruise so, is, a, is a sports agent. Yeah. And he's sort of and, okay. So is it like a sports drama? No, but it's sort of a romantic comedy. No. He's romancing Re- Renee Zellweger. But also Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it and he's saying, show yeah. me the money. I don't understand what Jerry Maguire is about. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you or should we just move on? Let's just move on. I don't let's think it's going to help. I mean, you've already said Collateral is one of my favourites. Brilliant. brilliant. Um, of the Mission Impossibles, I'd say Ghost Protocol is still my favourite. I love um, Good. Uh, uh, Fallout, but that's my favourite. And um, Edge of Tomorrow is bloody is fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it. but I've, just, I've, it, not, I've not seen it, no. Just a rare, like nothing obviously it's based on a book but or a graphic novel but it's 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 a rare like not part of a franchise film mm. it was like a, an original concept but because it was tom cruise and emily blunt big name stars it, uh, it people wanted to see it and it was great excuse me yes who said you could talk to me i got something on my face soldier you did you did tomorrow at the beach tomorrow at the beach 
We meet. You said to find you when I wake up. You do know what's happening to me. Come with me. Now. Um, I have got a bit of a soft spot for Vanilla Sky. Oh, no. Yeah. No one really likes Vanilla Sky, but I, I oh, think right. it's really good. Uh, but let's just go through just a bit. Just, this list just, just shows, uh, in my opinion, he's just got range as well. He's got sort of a lot of different types of films as well. So you've got Risky Business in 83, mm. uh, Legend in 85, Top Gun 86. Excuse me, Lieutenant. Is there something wrong? Yes, ma'am. The data on the MiG is inaccurate. How's that, Lieutenant? Well, I just happened to see a MiG-28... We... Do, we... Sorry, please. We happened to see a MiG-28 do a 4G negative dive. Where did you see this? That's classified. It's what? It's classified? I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Lieutenant, I have top secret clearance. The Pentagon sees to it that I know more than you. Oh, ma'am, it doesn't seem so in this case now, does it? So, Lieutenant, where exactly were you? Well, we Thank you. started up on his six when he pulled through the clouds, and then I moved in above him. Well, if you were directly above him, how could you see him? Because I was inverted. The same year as The Color of Money. Great film with um, uh, Paul, Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah, fantastic. Cocktail. You know, it's not the best film in the world, but he's so slick and awesome in it. You know, it's great. Rain Man. You know, what a great performance. Rain Man. Rain Man is good. Yeah, I like yeah. Rain Man. Of course, I'm an excellent driver. You know how to drive? Yeah. Rain Man! Rain Man! Rain Man! You never, never touch the steering wheel when I'm driving. Do you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me? Of course, I don't have my underwear. What? I mean, so so far, your argument of Tom Cruise having range, he basically plays like a bit of a cocky shit in all of those movies. <laughs> he is a cocky shit in most films, but, you know, you love him. You love him for it. Um... I've never seen Born on the Fourth of July, but people say it's really good. Um, That's and the kind of insight goes- you can expect from two good <laughs> <two days. laughs> That's the problem, Mom. I'm not dead. I gotta live. I gotta live and I gotta roll around. I gotta remind them of Vietnam. And you don't wanna know. You don't wanna see us. You wanna hide us. You wanna hide us because it is a can of shit. And I am a fucking dummy. Days of Thunder, again, you know. Very good. You've said you've said how much Food Good Men's fantastic. Yeah, that is fantastic. I'm, do you know what? I, I don't know why I've never seen the film because it's right on my street. It's a thriller starring Tom Cruise. Why haven't I ever seen it? <laughs> so we need to know. <laughs> What's the plot? I don't care. Does Tom Cruise run in it? Yes. But, Does he hang off stuff? No. All right. One out of two ain't bad. I'll watch it. <laughs> Interview with a vampire. Fantastic in its own way. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it, he would be great as a as a vampire uh, as a Lestat, but he's really good. In it. Famously, a lot of people when he was announced as Lestat were um, aghast at Lestat, yeah. um, saying that he was all wrong. That he was they, sorry to bring it up again, but he was too short. Um, yeah. And but then the film came out, and people loved it. I've trained you for the point of death. If I leave you here, you die. Or you can be young always, my friend, as we are now. But you must tell me, will you come or no? Uh, A bit of a mix of Jeremy Maguire um, and Mission Impossible. Um, A bit of a mixed bag of Eyes Wide Shut in 99. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it was what it was. 
Uh, same year as Magnolia, which we've said is uh, one of his best performances. No! You will not control me. No! You will not take my soul. No! You will not win this game. Because it is a game, guys. You want to think it's not, huh? You want to think it's not, you go back to the schoolyard and you have that crush on big-titted Mary Jane. Respect the cock. Uh, Mission Impossible 2. We've said how much we love that in uh, the Mission Impossible episode. Mint Biscuit and all that. Uh, Vanilla Sky. It's an odd one because you don't know where it's going. And it's all sorts of things trying to be lots of different things all at once. But I think it's it's underrated and it's got a great atmosphere. Um, totally. People forget Minority Report. Really good. Oh really my god, I've got Minority Report. Yeah, Minority Report. Really great. Yeah. 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 And and also it's got like a really good example of someone saying the name of the film yeah. in the film. One of the best ones of all time where he says, Where's my minority report? Really good. Really good. From 20th Century Fox. He set me up. He set me up. And DreamWorks Pictures. Who's the victim? I've never heard of him, but I'm supposed to kill him in less than 36 hours. He's gonna get a get her. Tom Cruise. I need your help. Keep contain information. I need to know how to get at it. In a Steven Spielberg film. I have to know. I have to find out what happened in my life. You tell me, who was it set this up? I don't know. How about now? And the one chance that you've got to see um, Tom Cruise team up with Billy Connolly is in The Last Samurai in 2003. And he's great in that as well. Again, so long. So long. It is very long. How long, how long is The Last Samurai? Let's have a look. I do remember I'll it being... I'll say how long it is. Too long. Too long. Two hours, 40 minutes. Too summer. long. It's a good Which, film, though. It is, it is yeah. good. I do enjoy it. Uh, collateral, we've said. You're alive. I saved you. Do I get any thanks? No. All you can do is clam up. You want to talk? Tell me to fuck off. Fuck off. You have to kill Fanny. The fuck is Fanning? Fanning, the cop. Why'd you have to kill him? He probably got family, kids that gonna grow up without him. He believed me. Oh, oh, I should have saved him because he no, believed you. No, not that. Yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah, that. What's wrong with that? That's what I do for a living. Some living. Head downtown. What's downtown? Well, how are you at math? Sorry for five hits, I did four. Why didn't you just kill me and get another cab driver? Because you're good. We're in this together. Fates intertwined, cosmic coincidence, oh, you know? You're full of shit. All that crap. I'm full of shit. You're a monument of it. You even bullshitted yourself. All I am is taking out the garbage, killing bad people. Well, well, that's what you said. You believe me? Now, this is a mixed one. I've said this before, I'm sure, on our podcast. If I haven't, I'm saying it for the first time now. I'm mi- I'm I'm a mixed drink. one. We've already talked about cocktail. <laughs> oh. Very good. Oh. 2005's War of the Worlds. Now, it's half really good when it's just yeah. the Tom Cruise bits. Yeah. All the bits involving his fucking annoying children, it's one of the worst movies ever made. It's yeah. not the kid actors' fault. They do what they can, but just it, they're, point, they're pointless. They're really annoying. Yeah. I don't care if they survive. Get rid of them. Um, the I, bits where it's just him, great. I also like had it in my head that people hated that version of War of the Worlds, but actually, I think it went down quite well at the time. Yeah, it was, it was a box it's, office. I think it was the biggest hit that year at the cinema. And despite being set in the present day in, in America, it's actually reasonably faithful 
to the, yeah. to the original story. Like even even the ridiculous ending where he, he his son apparently died in a ball of flame. Yeah, that was and then stupid. It, and then he, no, yeah. but then he arrives home and, it, and his yeah, son yeah, is yeah. fine. That's that's He's exactly fine. you swap out his son for his wife, but that's exactly what happens in the original story. So don't blame Spielberg, don't blame Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was the last time Tim Robbins was really good in anything, so it's worth uh, seeing for that. Um, Mission Impossible Three is one of your favourites of the Mission Impossible. Uh, yeah, under underrated. One of the, I think definitely the most underrated entry in the franchise. Um, you could argue that he was very much the best thing in Tropic Thunder. Bloody hilarious in that. I would. Yeah, I, I think that's a strong argument. I th- yeah, no, definitely, yeah. definitely. This last horseman who is this? This is Flaming Dragon. Oh, okay, Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Now, I don't know what kind of pan-Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there, and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up! One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life is just, it's Tom Cruise hamming it up to the nines as as Les Grossman, whilst Matthew McConaughey, who came in at the last minute to replace Owen Wilson, who wasn't able to do it at the time, he came in at the last minute, and Matthew McConaughey is brilliant in that scene because he's Mm. playing it straight. He's being a straight man because he's concerned about... um, his client Ben Stiller, who's lost in the jungle, being take, taken over by terrorists, and Les Les Grossman being all wacky with Bill Hader just being Bill Hader in the background, and then it's just it's just one of the most funniest scenes of of that era of, of comedies. So you know, and I remember being in the cinema for that film, and because it wasn't announced at the time that Tom Cruise was going to be in it, and then at the end when it did all the cast names, mm. I remember hearing someone behind me go, "That wasn't Tom Cruise." Like they, they just couldn't believe that it was Tom Cruise. Transformative, a transformative actor. Yeah. See, uh, I've never seen Valkyrie. I've got to say. So I don't oh, know. I have, and yeah. it's not a bad movie. But Tom Cruise is normally, no matter what you think of, about his abilities as an actor, Tom Cruise is usually well cast, isn't, yeah. isn't he? Like he suits yeah. the sort of roles he plays. In that, he's playing a German, I believe, who <laughs> yeah. who tried who tried to kill Hitler. And yeah. it's just it's just ridiculous when you hear Cruz in his in his typical Cruz way delivering lines like Hitler's Germany has seen its last sunrise. And it's just like, no, you can't pull this off, Tom Cruise. It's not it's not a bad film, but he's yeah. not, he, he's not the right person to be in that movie. It's funny because I know it's it's the dumb thing, people still do it in films where even though we know they're German but they're just gonna talk in American or British accents yeah. just for the sake of it. But I feel like even now I reckon they'd probably go out of their way to try and just do it with German actors now. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they wouldn't yeah. or at least get them to do just do it speak in German. Or you know, or at least a German accent. Do you know what I mean? At the very least they would try and do that. Because um, because famously uh, Germans don't speak German, they speak English with a German accent. Um, yeah. I don't think it was even the fact that it was American accents. It was the fact that it was nah, Tom Cruise Tom specifically. Cruise. Um, this is, I enjoyed Night and Day. Don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I I was, when you were going to go through the films, I was like, at what point is Tom going to talk? I know, I know you like Vanilla Sky, but I was like, I bet he's going to say how much he likes <laughs> Night and Day as well. Look, it wasn't, it wasn't the best film, but it was just, it was just Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz being Cameron Diaz, having a great old laugh and it was brilliant. 
I feel like though a lot of Tom Cruise's films will, like like the man himself, will elicit some kind of reaction, some kind of strong reaction, and that's either that film's brilliant or it's that film is terrible. That film is not for me. Night and Day, I think, is the most nothing Tom Cruise film. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. most people haven't even seen it or have, even have yeah. an opinion on it. It's just a bit, it's yeah. just a bit Blair. Uh, Ghost Protocol. We've talked about that. Um, this was an odd one. Rock of Ages. Now, oh, yeah. this was the film where. The worst accent in the film was Russell Brand trying to be from Birmingham. Um, considering he's British, that was dreadful. But uh, it was it didn't go down that well. But it was one of those films where um, one of the the best things about it, and one of the thing the few things that critics loved, was Tom Cruise as Stacey Jacks. He was just very charismatic, really, genuinely funny. He could and he actually made an effort and, and sang. He actually took singing lessons for months, and he was really good at it. Um, so yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Bit of a weird. It was obviously okay. based on a musical, but you know. What, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? You know, like Wired, do those um, autocomplete interviews. Oh yeah. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't ever seen any of those, they're they're, they're really good. They're really entertaining. They look them up on YouTube. Wired autocomplete interviews. But there's one with Tom Cruise that's either that format or a very similar format, where it's like, can Tom Cruise really do this? And he just he's just <laughs> um, answering fan questions, and it's like. Can Tom Cruise really fly a plane? He's like, yes, I uh, I can fly a plane. I, I I got my pilot's license. And it's like, can Tom Cruise really hold his breath underwater for five minutes? He's like, I can actually hold my breath underwater for six minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> and it's just like all this incredible shit that Tom Cruise can do. So it's no surprise that he actually just like taught himself how to sing incredibly well for Rock of Ages. So that's the least um, of his accomplishments. 2012. Now this was... Um it went down a bit odd was uh, Jack Reacher. Now he, again, it was one of those things where he was really good in it. People enjoyed now, his performance. Uh, I, but I, don't, I, I don't want to keep bringing up the height thing. I know. This is Jack Reacher is like, it's like famously yeah. tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, famously tall uh, character. Like he's meant to be like the, he's meant to be like Dwayne Johnson, essentially yeah. like really massive guy. And then you, you cast, um, yeah, Tom Cruise, who's famously not so tall. Uh, so it's a bit of a strange one, but he was really good in it. Um, but let's if, not. Let's just. If, if, if Tom Cruise was ever called Reacher, it was probably just because he was like struggling to <laughs> get something off a high shelf. <laughs> uh, um, I, I haven't seen Oblivion, so don't know if that's any good or not. Have you seen Oblivion? What's Oblivion? It's uh, it's like a I think it's a sci-fi with him and Morgan Freeman. It, all I know about Oblivion is that there's a poster and it's Tom Cruise and then behind him is some sort of massive sphere bubble thing. And anyone who's seen Oblivion now hates everything that is this podcast because I've just undersold it. Joe, I feel bad about Night and Day. I'm going to take it back. That is the most nothing Tom Cruise film because I've never even heard of it. Never I've even heard, heard of it. it. Never even heard of um, it. It's a post-apocalyptic action-adventure film. I mean, it stars Olga Kurylenko, one of the worst uh, Bond, Bond girls of all time, so... You know, based she's, on fine. Her, she's fine. You just hate Quantum of Solace. <laughs> I do really hate Quantum of Solace. Uh, anyway, there's that. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, we've said. Rogue Nation, which is probably yeah. the duffer of the recent Mission Impossible films, I'd say, but still good. I, I think the reason I completely blanked on Oblivion is because it came out around about the same time as Edge of Tomorrow, and I think they were uh, the same. Yeah. I, I think I thought they <laughs> yeah. were the same movie, if I'm honest. Yeah, fair enough. Um, now this this was a red. He did two rare duffers in a row. I've got to say. So he did Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, and that's exactly what they should have done because it was fucking dreadful. 
Like, I really enjoyed Jack Reacher, the first one, and then the second one came yeah. out, and it was fucking rubbish. Really boring. <laughs> Crap. Um, <laughs> really boring. Crap. And then, and then The Mummy as well. Just such a shame. Again, yeah. I think the reviews of him were all right. I feel like he did a decent job, but just the, just the whole idea and the way they made it and the way they were like, you've got to go and see all these films, you bastards. You're going to see it, whatever you like it or not. I mean, we've talked about this before about how presumptuous they were. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that I still, I like, I, I talked about this before. I'm going to talk about it again. The oddest thing that Hollywood has ever done, I think. Yeah. To, yeah. Like they, everyone got g'd up because of the MCU, and they went right. We're going to do this dark universe. Let's get all these people in a room. Javier Bardem, is it Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, uh, some, Ru- some other people, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe, Angelina Jolie, yeah, Angelina Jolie. Like they're going to be the stars of the dark universe, and we're going to do this franchise. And then they just didn't. Because yeah. the mummy made no, the mummy flopped at the box office, and now there's yeah. just this picture, and it means nothing. Yeah. It's just a, it's yeah. a strange relic of an idea that never materialised. What an odd thing to do. But, <laughs> but, but what well, the one thing that is is good about the mummy, the one thing the mummy gave to to pop culture to society <laughs> is that leaked version of the trailer. Have you yeah. ever seen this? Yeah, there's, a yeah, leak, yeah. there's a leaked version of the trailer without um without like uh, proper soundscape and sound effects, so uh, music and stuff. So all you can hear is Tom Cruise screaming, and it's like so, ter- a terrifying scream. Like, it's a terrifying. So when the when the there's in the trailer, there's like a plane that's that's crashing, and it's just Cruise screaming. And I'm not convinced I've ever heard Tom, Tom Cruise scream before. And it's just him being like, oh, oh. <laughs> it gave us that. If nothing else. <laughs> it did give us that. I get I have not seen American Made, but it looked really good and people said it was really good. <laughs> and then Fallout and then still to come we got Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible Seven. So the man has range is what I'm trying to say. And I, um you know I mean I don't think just by listing his films you've in any way proved that he has range. Uh, Look, those are just those are just I, some films he was in. It's a fun experience when you go through an actor's filmography mm. and I'd say 90% of those were big hits, you know. That's a different point entirely. But yes, no, <laughs> I will I will take that, that uh, relatively few duffers in the cruise canon. Yes, that's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. All right. So let's uh, go through uh, a few more stuff about him. So he apparently splits his time between his homes in mm. Beverly Hills. Uh, he's got another home in Colorado another one in Florida, and then Dulwich in, Lon- in London and East Grinstead in West Sussex. Now, uh-huh. apparently, I can't remember which one, but one of those, there is a big Scientology station. So that's probably why he lives near one of those. But still, I just like the idea that if you're in those areas, you might walk around and see Tom Cruise just milling about. You know, if you look down. <laughs> Not for me. Well, actually, even for me, even for me, even for me. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to adjust your vision an inch. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, um, just walk right past him. In terms of his personal life, he's had uh, several relationships with older women in the early to mid 1980s, including Rebecca De Mornay, who's three years older than him, Patty uh, Schilfer, nine years older than him, and uh, I don't know about this, Cher. He dated Cher what? for a while. Yeah, 16 years older than Tom Cruise, and in the 80s, they just went out for a while and still good mates, you know. Still good, yeah, yeah. still good mates. Still hang yeah. out all the time, yeah. cruising yeah. the share. Do they? Yeah, yeah. No, I saw a photo. That was a photo of them not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, you might not be aware that he married actress Mimi Rogers first in 1987, and they divorced three years later. 
And it was apparently Rogers that introduced Cruise to Scientology. So it's all Rogers. down to her. But what I like about it, it was the best man for that wedding was uh, Emilio Estevez. So, you know, well, can't get more they, 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 were in, they were in Young Guns together. Yeah. And of a similar height as well. So maybe it made Tom Cruise <laughs> look taller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He met his second wife, Nicole Kidman, on the set of their film Days of Thunder in 1990, and they married on Christmas Eve that year. Uh, they adopted two children, uh, and in 2001, uh, Cruise filed for divorce uh, while she was unknowingly pregnant, it says here, but sadly the pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. Uh, Cruise was next romantically linked with Penelope Cruise, his co-star in Vanilla Sky. Now, do you think he did that purely because of their names? Because of the, the or, brand. Yeah. So, so it's like... If, if they had got married, she would have had to become Penelope Cruz. Uh, yeah. It still sounds, yeah. still sounds the same, so the spelling yeah. is different. Yeah. It's quite genius. It's like, like, Tom, um, do I really have to change my name? And it's like, yes, the, the ISE is important. Look, <laughs> it means yeah. a lot to me. Um, however, their relationship ended in 2004. In an article published in 2012 in Vanity Fair, it said that several, source, several sources have said that after the breakup with Cruz, Scientologist leaders launched a secret project to find Cruz a new girlfriend, which you touched on earlier. Now... According to those sources, a series of auditions of Scientologist actresses resulted in a short-lived relationship. Now, you said uh, Scarlett Hansen. I don't have that here, but um, apparently it was with uh, British-Iranian actress uh, Nazanin uh, Benaidi. Um, how many uh, mother fans will remember her as Ted's girlfriend, Nora, among other things, um, who subsequently left Scientology. So I feel like she went through all that. <laughs> She, and, uh, the, yeah. the, relationship, the relationship with Cruz was so bad that she yeah. turned her back on her religious beliefs. I do you know what? I'm for, I'm for, is hell a thing in Scientology? I'm happy to go to hell if it means yeah. I get away from this man. But Scientology and Cruz's lawyers um, issued strongly worded denials and threatened to sue, accusing Vanity Fair of shoddy journalism and religious bigotry. So who knows what actually happened there? Um, in 2005, Cruz began dating Katie Holmes. Uh, dubbed Tomcat by the media. Uh, they made their first public appearance together in Rome which, that year. Which now is kind of fine, and we all, and yeah. we, we all accept it. But do you remember, how, like, that, that, was an, that was an odd pairing at the time, that Tom Cruise yeah, what, was, was, was dating Joey from Dawson's Creek. What was I mean, like when Harrison Ford started going out of Ali McBeal? It was like, yeah. where did that come from? Although, although... Still together. Of, I know, a lot of cynics out there about when, when yeah. Harrison Ford started dating Ali McBeal. Which, which I believe is her real name. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and yet, you know what? Still together. Good on him. Ooh. Good on him. Yeah. Um, a month later, Cruz publicly declared his uh, love for Holmes famously on the Oprah Winfrey show, uh, jumping up and down on Winfrey's couch during the show. And I think, um, you know how uh, jumping the shark became a thing for when a show's gone too far in yeah. homage of uh, the Fonz, jumping the shark on Happy Days? I think it was a thing where jumping the couch was a thing where if if you just just you've just gone a bit crazy, you just done something really ridiculous. I'm not gonna pretend. <laughs> I can see you're not. You know Katie once told Seventeen magazine. <laughs> yes. In April 2006, their daughter Suri was born, and in November that year, Holmes and Cruz married at a Scientologist ceremony attended by many Hollywood stars who were also from Scientology, like Will Smith and co. Um, 
there has been widespread speculation that the marriage was arranged by the Church of Scientology. Um, but again, who knows? David, uh, that's fine. That's fine. I think we're covered. We won't get sued. <laughs> Uh, how do I pronounce this? I, I, I searched this at the time. I still can't work it out. I'm going to have to... You know, you have to go on those little... How do you pronounce this? <laughs> on YouTube. Who is it? I can't say his name, so I can't tell you. <laughs> okay, good. David Miscavige, uh, the head of Scientology, served as Cruz's best man. So it shows... Uh, who his friends were at. <laughs> I mean, it shows who his friends were at the time and nothing else. It's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> not suspect at all. It's like, is this an arranged marriage arranged by um, you know, the heads of Scientology? No, definitely nah. not. Who's your best man? It, look, it, it is the head of Scientology, but we're just <laughs> men. We're just great men. We just get on really well. You know, me, me him and Cher, we go for a beer all the time. I feel like if like Jesus was your best man, just because you like, you know. <laughs> G- Jesus? Well, it's like El like Ron Hubbard was not Tom Cruise's best man. It's more like it's more like if the Pope. Was I forget. I forget that Scientology isn't something that was invented in like 2002. It's been around for a lot longer than that. So yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm going to get hounded by Scientologists now, aren't I? Uh, however, in 2012, Holmes filed for divorce from Cruise. So um, that's the end of that story. Um, in addition to promoting various programs that introduced people to Scientology, in 2005, the Paris City Council revealed that Cruz had lobbied various leaders, including Nicolas Sarkozy and Jean-Claude Gaudin. Uh, they described him as a militant spokesperson for Scientology and barred any further dealings with him. <laughs> so they were like, leave us alone, Tom. Fucking hell. But again, put all this aside. <laughs> put it all aside. You know, he's just really, he's really passionate about Scientology, okay? Really passionate about it. No, uh, you know, I promised facts, didn't I? So let's, uh, Fasc- let's do some facts. Um, no, yeah. no, don't sell that short. You promised fascinating facts. Fascinating don't, try facts. And, don't try and weasel out of that uh, now. Okay, okay. So we talked about the risk of business sock dance earlier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Apparently the only direction Cruz received for that iconic dance in the uh, risk of business was one line in the script. It says, uh, Joel dances in underwear through the house. That's all it said. Apparently he ad-libbed the rest, grabbing the candlestick, and using it as a guitar, jumping on the table, he said, I waxed half the floor and kept the other half dirty so I could slide in on my socks. As we went along, I threw more stuff in. So I just like the idea that he, yeah, he came up with, you know, easily the, the best part of the film, the thing that it's remembered for. Having never seen Risky Business, that's literally what, uh, that's all I know about Risky Business is the, the sock the sock dance. Uh, oh, and the crystal egg from, is it an egg? Crystal egg? Yeah, exactly because of the OC. Well, I only know that because of the episode yeah. of the OC about the crystal egg from Risky Business, so... Um, Top Gun producers Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson um, envisaged no one other than Tom Cruise playing Maverick after they saw a magazine story about the elite flying school at San Diego's Miramar Naval Air Station they went down to see the hot shots in person they said from the first time we went down to Miramar even before the script was written we said these guys are just Tom Cruise's so Bruckheimer was like well it's just Tom Cruise so we have to you know, we have to get it. It's just a load. It's just a load of cocky shits. So. Yeah, but I love that. By nineteen eighty six, he's not like he's only done a few films at that point, and already mm. he had cemented himself as well. It's got to be this guy. Uh, Paul Newman, his co-star in The Color of Money, um, turned him onto race car driving. Um, so he essentially he Paul Newman loved a bit of race car driving and ta- uh, taught Tom Cruise everything he knew about race car driving. Um, but years later, the student became the teacher when in 2010, uh, Cruz then taught Zac Efron about motorcycles. Uh, Zac Efron said, 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know why he did that. I don't even want to know. It's just so cool that he gave a shit. The fact that he cared, the fact that he cared at all. So I like the idea that like he got to 2010 and Tom Cruise is like, oh, I want to do what Paul Newman did for me. I love Who's, motorcycles. Who, who is the Tom Cruise to my yeah. Paul Newman? It's Zac yeah. Efron. Zach, Zach, I'm gonna teach you about motorcycles. And he's like, okay, Dad. I mean, Tom, what? What's going? <laughs> I love on? the way he's like. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't. I don't want to know. But you know, it was great he did. But all right. But I don't think they starred in a film together. I think he just sort of picked Zac Efron. <laughs> no, just, no, they didn't. He just no. what? He just tracked down Zac. He was like, yeah. I think Zac Efron is very much the next generation's Tom Cruise. I'm gonna find yeah. Efron. And he just knocks on Zac Efron's door. He's like, Tom Cruise, Zac. I'm here to talk to you about bikes. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from War of the Worlds hasn't become a big enough star, so it has to be you. Um, so Disney apparently uh, apparently had Tom Cruise in mind when they created the look and title character in uh, Aladdin. Uh, apparently, um, that's who they they saw in their head. You think of an Arabian prince, you think Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, lead animator, Glenn Keane, said uh, there's a confidence with all of his attitudes and his poses. So apparently it was all modelled on Tom Cruise and you kind of see it when you think about yeah. it long enough. It's a very nice way of saying he's a cocky shit, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a rumour that Cruise actually turned down the role of Iron Man, which uh, would have changed the whole vibe of the Marvel Universe, but apparently it's not true. Now, oh, if, I remember he was rumoured a lot um, back in the day. If they had made an Iron Man movie in the, like, the 90s, yeah, would have been, would have been great. Yeah. But if they had done Tom Cruise... <laughs> In 2008, I think yeah. like it would have been all about Tom Cruise, but I think it worked that it was Robert Downey Jr. Who at that yeah, point, yeah, no, like was, Cruise's you know. Cruise's star power would have derailed yeah. the MCU. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked. But you know why he would have made a good uh, Tony Stark? Why cocky shit? Exactly. Yeah, uh, but in 2018, um, he told ComicBook.com, uh, "Not close." And I love Robert Downey Jr. And I can't imagine anyone else in that role. And I think it's perfect for him. I mean, I mean, he's not saying it definitely wasn't the case, but. You know, I like the idea that, it, at least behind the scenes, he might not have known about it. But I feel um, like he might be being diplomatic as well. I bet, I, yeah, I bet he was up for it at some point. Yeah. Um, for 2011's Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, Cruz hung off the edge of the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, the world's tallest building, without a double. Um, I mean, we've probably spoke about this. Spoke? We spoke about this in the uh, Mission Impossible episode. Um, uh, but. While he'd been doing as much of his own physical labouring as possible for decades, uh, this arguably kind of, you know, really cemented his reputation as the guy who kind of does his own stuff. I think the only thing he can do in the next one, well, I always always said the only thing he can do in the next one is to uh, do like that space jump. Yeah, yeah. Felix Baumgartner or something. Yeah. yeah, He he, like jumped from space in like through Earth's atmosphere. That's the only thing Tom Cruise could do next. And I always said that it's like a joke, but you know, Tom Cruise is now actually like doing a movie in space. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, he's working with NASA on the first movie to be filmed in space. So I don't know if it's like a documentary or what, but like he's apparently just going to do it. I mean, if you're going to do it anyway, might as well be Tom Cruise. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He would, I think he would have, flipped his shit if uh, if it wasn't him doing it to be honest um but yeah and then in all the other mission possible films since you know he's done that you know he, he hung off the um the airplane as it took off he you know he's done all, he did a helicopter in the last one yeah. you know, i think my favorite tom cruise hanging off stuff is him hanging off the plane yeah. that's that's yeah. that's prime tom cruise hanging off stuff he did his own motorcycle chase um, and he learned, as you say, he learned how to hold his breath for six and a half minutes. Was I actually, was I actually right about six and a half minutes? 
Yeah, so it says I, here. I just yeah. pulled that out of my ass. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Cruz also did his own skydiving along with Henry Cavill's stunt double, uh, dangled from a rope attached to a flying helicopter, um, which I just think is hilarious because if you were Henry Cavill, you'd just feel a little bit shit that like Tom Cruise is far older than you and he's doing all his stunts and you have to get yeah, a Henry stunt Cavill's double. Henry like properly stacked as well, like yeah. a manliest yeah. man. But yeah. he's like, oh, fuck that, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, apparently he got his certific- certification in six weeks to fly a helicopter. So just just really fast tracked it. <laughs> apparently it normally takes three months, but he was like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to train for 16 hours a day and I'm going to do it. Um, he also played Paul for 12 hours a day to, to play um, uh, his character in The Colour of Money. And he also lost 18 pounds and read classic books out loud to work on his diction for Lestat, an interview with a vampire. And he did learn German to, um, to at least embody a World War II era officer in Valkyrie. So he learned German, but they wouldn't let him do it because, you know. But it was, it was all good for background. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in 1981, the sunglasses company Ray-Ban was in trouble, apparently. Um, but now the, the very famous uh, brand, you know, and at the time they only sold about 18,000 models in a year. But because of Tom Cruise, he kind of single-handedly saved the entire business because he used shade so much in Risky Business, Top Gun, and Rain Man. Um, and uh, in the year the Top Gun was released, Ray-Ban enjoyed like a 40% increase in sales. So it's all down to Tom Cruise that the company is still alive. So thousands of jobs. Yeah, exactly. The American economy saved <laughs> by Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, he has apparently repeatedly denied requests for his likeness to be made into video games and action figures. Um, so if you think about it, I can't remember there being a good video game with Tom Cruise in it, because that's probably why. But it's just a shame, because I'd love a Mission Impossible game as Ethan Hunt. Is there any reason why? Has he just got some weird conspiracy theory about, like, if they they scan his face, it'll take part of his soul or something? (laughs) It doesn't give me a reason, but apparently he's just just very against it. Um, Maybe who who was the guy in that uh, the piss out of in the James Bond video games? Get him to do it. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. How terrible is that? (laughs) Go back and listen to our video games, uh, James Bond video games episode to know what we're talking about. To, 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 hear, us, to uh, hear us lay into a man whose name we now don't even remember. That's how little respect we have. What a pair of wankers. Um, <laughs> according to Men's Health, Cruz is also no Grinch when it comes to fans. Um, as we sort of touched on earlier, he normally spends more than two hours interacting with them at events on average. What, uh, what an odd phrase. Like if it was Jim Carrey, you go... Yeah. He's no Grinch, but like, what the fuck, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. with Tom Cruise? Anyway, carry on. Uh, people are really kind to come out, he said, so I want to say hello. Um, so it makes sense. There's not many actors who spend as long as he does with his fans. Um, now, you could say that he's kind of just playing all for the cameras, all of this, um, in terms of him being just a great guy and, and nice and all that kind of stuff. But A, we'll never know. So, you know, leave him alone. But A, fucking prove it. You can't prove it. Yeah. You can't prove it. But B, if he is, don't care. Good on him. He's still doing it. No. He's still... He's still I, I always, so often you see famous people just walk in and go, cheers, yeah. and then walk straight in. No, I, I always say that. Like, as long as people are polite... That's why I quite like my, my whenever I've been to America. And, and Cruz is, you know, the ultimate American hero. I like it that people are nice to my face. You know, yeah. have a nice day. Fine. I don't care if they hate me. As long as people are nice no. to my face, that's all I care about. <laughs> like on the very, very few occasions that I went to the gym, mm. um, 
uh, I used to find it. It used to fill me with a little bit of warmth when you go to because um, you scan in, mm. and then uh, the receptionist, whoever it is, will just go, "Oh, hi, Tom." They know what they're doing. I know that they don't care who I am. They're, I know they don't know who I am, but I like it. It's like good. It's a nice little thing to. Have. I want to quit Thank the gym. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, plus, apparently, he saved a woman from being mugged in London back in 1998 after chasing away the attackers. <laughs> God, and, imagine seeing Cruz running at you. With the arms, be terrified. And two years earlier, he pulled over to help a hit and run victim in on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, and then followed her to the emergency room and checked in on her the next day. And he paid for a seven thousand dollar hospital bill as well. So all in all, great guy. Now, um, I assume it was her that released the story and not his people, but yeah. still, I think it was a really or, obviously a great guy. Church of Scientology, yeah. Um, so again. If you're able to just put any negative thoughts about Tom's private life or his religious beliefs just to one side, I think, as we've said, you'll realise that he's one of the last true Hollywood icons and we've been bloody lucky to have him. That's all I'm saying. You could say that about anyone, though. You could say, if you put all neg- all of their negative <laughs> aspects aside, they're, they're great. They're great. Really good. Really good person. Um, so thoughts in general as we wrap it yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, you haven't, you haven't really talked me round, but I'm not sure I needed talking round, really. Um... I think I think he's an odd man. I think he's made some strange decisions in his life. <laughs> um, all that being, I, I don't I don't think he has enormous range. But I think on occasion when he does uh, mix it up a little bit, like in uh, in uh, Magnolia or in or in Collateral, where or, ordinarily he plays a heroic cocky shit, and in those films he plays <laughs> a villainous cocky shit. So it's slightly different. Um, no, but I. He is he is one of the last great movie stars. Always an entertaining screen presence. Always happy to see Tom Cruise on my screen. Yeah, like when you see a, a trailer for a new Tom Cruise film, nine times out of ten, you're like, ah, oh, yes, this looks and good. And if he's hanging off stuff, all the better. Exactly. Well, um, that's it. Thanks for listening to my little ode to Tom Cruise. Um, if you'd like more shameless, drunken ramblings about various geeky topics, then head to twogeeks2beers.com and you can download and subscribe on there however you get your podcasts. Uh, if you know a friend or family member who likes the geeky stuff, perhaps uh, find a topic that we've done in the past, send them a link. We've done all kinds of things by now. Um, and then they might tell their friends and then they might tell their friends and so on and so on. Um, so, yeah, please do. Please do share and uh, get in touch as well on the email, which is uh, podcast at twogeeks2beers.com if you want to recommend anything or just get in touch in any way, shape or form. Unless you're the Church of Scientology, in which case that's definitely not our email. <laughs> Um, and, and, and please don't get in touch. Um, it's actually uh, we love Tom Cruise. <laughs> at, uh, yeah. um, you can also find us across all social media platforms at Two Geeks Cast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so please do get in touch there. Our DMs are open, um, <laughs> and uh, you can find uh, not just clips, but now full episodes of Two Geeks Two Beers on YouTube. Tom has begun. Uh, there's very much the technical brains behind this operation um, has, has begun uploading um, <laughs> good luck to us all <laughs> Tom has begun uploading the archive the magnificent archive uh, of this podcast uh, to YouTube giving it a nice little visual overhaul as well um, so if you're, if you're looking for the latest episode uh, of the show that'll be always uploaded now to YouTube as well as uh, other, other podcast platforms and uh, we're gradually uploading the older episodes as well, with the hope that eventually the entire archive <laughs> will be on YouTube. Yeah. And also you can support us in any way you would like on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash 2 geekscast 
Um, you'll be able to have exclusive goodies. We're now going to start, like, um, well, we have already started uh, uploading the full episodes a few days in advance. If you'd like to get it earlier before anyone else, you can get it on there, uh, as well as clips and outtakes. And you'll also be able to get um, a special episode that you can only get there just by um, donating even just one pound or dollar um, a month. Um, and a little bit more, and you can actually ask for an episode of your choice. Uh, any subject matter you'd like, we'll do a little mini-sode just for you. So that's it. Uh, thanks very much. We'll play out with, I mentioned it earlier, uh, when he, the only time he sang, as far as I'm aware, in Rock of Ages, um, just so you get a little taste of how good he is at that. So this is Tom Cruise brilliantly singing uh, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. So enjoy this, and we'll see you next time. It's all the same Only the names will change Every day It seems we're wasting away Another place Where the faces are so cold I drive all night Just to get back home I'm a cowboy On a steel Do you remember when uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Cameron Diaz, to promote the film, Night and Day, were on uh, Top Gear with Jeremy Clarkson? I don't remember that at all. No. Um, well, it was it was like um, they did the star in a reasonably priced car thing. And they just so happened to be the two fastest of all time. Mm. Uh, and, it was, and, and fans were at the time were like, hmm. And the reason for that was when it was Tom Cruise's lap, I'm pretty certain that they kind of cut at a certain point where they wouldn't normally cut. So you didn't really get to see it in real time that like you normally would, and they just happened to to be the fastest. But what I did like is that even then he like if it was him in the car, it, it, he like on the last bit Gambon corner, whatever it's called, he he like did a wheelie <laughs> at, the last, at the last minute because he he was so he need, had the need for speed so much that he had to actually like go around the corner. Like that. So the church um, the church of Scientology steps in and goes, Tom will do this, but only if he is not only the fastest man who ever lived. Yeah. But he gets to do a wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> just just as he passes over the finish line. Yeah. What a cocky. But I'd like to I'd, I'd like to believe it was real. I, I I don't I'd like to think that Jeremy Clarkson wouldn't stand for that. Do you know what I mean? No, He's he, not the sort of person who would go, you know. No, he'd punch him in the face. <laughs> and you should never and you should never punch down. So <laughs>
Pick on someone your own, your own size, Jeremy, all right? <laughs>